Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. This episode of Hyperspace Hangout is brought to you by Jedi Master Adam Dyson. Hello and welcome to Hyperspace Hangout, a podcast by Star Wars fans for Star Wars fans. I am Matt Starwin. And I am Ezra Skyhopper. Welcome aboard the Outcast. This is the place for all Star Wars fans where we discuss your thoughts and theories about a galaxy far, far away. All right. Serious question for you here, Ez. Yeah. There's been a lot of rumors, speculation floating around uh, Twitter that there is going to be an Obi-Wan movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, hasn't really been ultra confirmed. Is it confirmed by, you know, places I, places I've never heard of. They are not Disney. They're not Lucasfilm. Might as well be the National Enquirer as far as I'm concerned. Hey, they're but not the Mike Zero. Que- they're not Mike Zero. Yeah, exactly. Okay. The real question isn't, is this movie happening? The real question is, do we even need it? Wow. You're asking. I mean, what it. The- I mean, I, I'm not saying, you know me. I love Obi-Wan. Uh, yeah. But the question is, what I mean, what is it going to tell us that we don't already know? Are they just going to retcon stuff from mm. uh, Rebels where he kills Darth Maul, or yeah, is it going to be like him going? I mean, if it's just him going to Tatooine and here's mm-hmm. Luke, uh, have Growing fun, up, yeah, and then you know, it's I it could be kind of boring. Yeah, I don't. I, so, especially they're talking about it being maybe a TV show or something, right? That that's the. Idea. It's not even a movie necessarily. There's been ideas mm-hmm. that it could be a movie, a standalone, or a live action TV show. So, I, th- I think you asked the tough question: Do we even need it? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't know. Here's the thing: 
what you could do with that is it, it could be after he you know kills Maul, and it could just be while Luke is growing up. But I think the whole point is he's the guardian there. Um, so it would have to be, like I guess, adventures on Tatooine. Maybe there were other attempts on Luke's life or something that we didn't know about, and he's been mm-hmm. the guardian more so. Or they go before he's truly settled. I mean, maybe before Maul shows up there, he's he's doing some some craziness. I, I just don't know. I re- that's a maybe it's his journey through the Force mm-hmm. and finding, um, you know, like out how, how Qui Gon did it. Yeah. Oh yeah, because the, the, the training it, that he had. It, yeah. Right, because remember, you know, when he's in he's in isolation there on Tatooine, mm-hmm. it's not like he's hanging out with Yoda, right, or really communicating with him. I'm sure there's probably some communication or you know or something felt yeah. through the Force, yeah. but. Um, I just, I don't, I just don't know. I just like, like the solo movie made a lot of sense because there's a ton of things you could do. Mm-hmm. There's a ton of, a ton of room to play with, but rebels has already kind of locked Obi-Wan in even, you know, old Ben in to where it just, it's like, what could really happen on Tatooine that would be really that exciting? I mean, rogue one, you know, Rogue One told us a story that we'd heard about, mm-hmm. and they made it awesome. Yeah, uh, and it's like, oh wow! It it, it took a it, they focused on a small little group and showed why it was such an important mission. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Solo did kind of the same thing. This is this is kind of there's a lot of room to play. So we know him as a great character. He becomes a great character. It's not like we it's we already have Obi Wan's origin story because that's yeah the prequels right. Right. And it just seems like, uh, you know, it'd be like, what if we what if they did a Yoda movie where he's hanging out on Dagobah? It's just like, OK, like, I just don't know well, what's going to be there. That's exciting. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Does Obi-Wan have to stay on Tatooine to guard and protect Luke? You know, he says, remember, at the end of three, he says he's going to watch over him and he's going to take him to his family, you know, there on, on Tatooine. But like, does he have to stay if like could I, I? I that's the question. I don't know what the answer. If he feels like he has to stay on that planet to watch over him for like the rest of his life, well then yeah, he's ex. He's basically permanently put himself there to watch over Luke. So all of his adventures kind of have to take place there. He can't really. I, right. I I don't. I can't think of a way in which he would be able to move around the planet or or go from go to different planets and and leave him unattended. I don't know. It's mm-hmm. yeah. I don't either. That, that that was what, so even without rebels, even if they wouldn't have done that, because all rebels does is say, "Well, he's there. He's still there." <laughs> Maul finds yeah. him there, and he's by a fire, and he's meditating, and he's in his exile. I mean, so that's that. I mean, even though he confronts Maul right. on that, ha- so maybe you know more folks like Maul come to the planet, and he's having to fight people off, and that could be a thing. But that gets old after a while, right? I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, and I just think. You know, Solo, you have to think about the time period as well that they're in. Solo is really interesting because we get to see what the Empire is like. That was one of the things I liked about Rogue One was we get to see what it's like to live in the Empire. Well, Obi-Wan's on Tatooine. Mm -hmm. So the Empire's not really there. Right. And there's a difference between Han Solo, who's just a guy, um, you know, and then he becomes a legend later, as opposed to Obi-Wan Kenobi, who was general of... (laughs) Yeah. You know, like the clone army. It's right. not like Obi-Wan could just 
can freely travel uh, throughout the galaxy and, yeah. and not get picked up or or something. Yeah, he's he's got to kind of be in hiding. I mean, I like I was thinking maybe you could do the Mos Eisley you spa, uh, spaceport. You could do something with that because it's a uh, <laughs> what's what's the line? Um, you know, you, you'll never find a more wretched wretched hive of scum and villainy, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you could talk about that. Um, to some degree, I mean, you you could see some of that that day in day out life. Maybe some stuff with the huts goes down, but I don't know, man. I know people want to see it, and I I want to see Obi Wan too. And I would love if it was there was a cool way to do it. But it has to have a really good story. It has to have it has to there's gonna be some meaning there. There has to be something. And so I like what you said, which was that Yoda had told him at the end of three that he had found a way to communicate with his old master, and that he would teach mm-hmm. Obi Wan that. So he could then reach back out to Qui-Gon. And I thought, man, that'd be kind of cool to see him reaching back out to his old master and learning how to become one with the Force. Mm-hmm. But Yeah. I don't know if that's a whole TV and we know show. He has, and we know he has some interaction with Luke, because Luke think, calls him Ben Kenobi. Yeah, yes. Um, so, we, so we know he has some interaction with Luke, but I just... Yeah, he Luke doesn't know he's a Jedi until he right. tells him later. So, mm-hmm. you know, what could those... What could those interactions really be that are going to be anything beyond just kind of passing by? And mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it's just it's weird to think about because he's he's old Ben. He's ter- he turns himself into a hermit, and I'm sure there I'm sure there's some some action that goes down. I'm sure he gets in scuffles or he he helps keep the peace in some minor way, a little hand gesture here or there or something. But I can't think of anything major like him getting involved with Jabba the Hutt and and uh, you know that, that that would expose him, right? I mean, he would be yeah. exposed, and he would be. Well, I mean, if he were to fly around the galaxy, he'd. I mean, he'd, he would have. To, I think he would. I think he would specifically not do that because he knows Vader's out there. Yeah, and it's not that he's afraid of Vader, but he do, he certainly would not want to lead Vader back to Luke. Yeah, sure. Right, you, you'd almost wonder if you could trace Obi Wan back to Tatooine. You'd wonder why. He's there. I mean, because that's that's special to Anakin slash Vader. Uh, why would he be back is there? there? You know, is there any chance that it takes place at different time periods? So maybe it'll be like him in the Force doing stuff after six, like a Force ghost, not mm-hmm. like a full Force ghost movie, but um, you know, like it, it we it like or maybe we get like some origin of like you know some somebody plays like a young Obi-Wan and it's kind of like the story of his life. And it's just kind of, you know, like solo has a time jump. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah, what, I mean, I do you think there might be some time jumping around in, in this. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. I, I don't know. Um, I don't know about that. What I was thinking, I've heard people say, and this is going to be complete crazy bonkers, but I've heard it's out there. It's on, it's on the Twitter verse and it's out on the internet. The idea that if Ray is a Kenobi, to go, you that you would need a TV show to explain that, you know, like <laughs> did he fall in love or or did he meet someone? What happened? You know, I mean, he's in exile. He's no longer, I guess, living or is he? Is is he living by the Jedi code or is he just a normal guy now? And he tries to take up yeah. normal life. Yeah, I mean, if it so, if it were a yeah, if it were a movie, um. So this movie is clearly going to take place after 
uh, we see Rise of Skywalker. So, yeah, is there any information that we get in Rise of Skywalker that makes this, mm-hmm. like you're saying, if we, it finds out that Rey is a Kenobi, then, yeah, that could be interesting because he's now started, at, say, a family line. Yeah. Uh, the, the now, was... he would have to be he would have to be her Rey's grandfather. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. It just would be some some connection. Yeah, that she's somehow connected to the to uh, you know uh, Kenobi, but um, like we've seen it. Like Revan, we were reading the old Republic series. Like you know, he ends up breaking away, kind of from the from the Jedi Order, and uh, he and Bastila get together, right, and have a kid and stuff. So it happens. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's happened before. Maybe it's something that that could happen with Obi Wan, especially since the Jedi are gone. You're trying to blend into normal life and society. That could be neat to see a love interest or something take place um i mean maybe it's a soap opera right it's a, it's a, it's a, it's the kenobi chronicles and it's just you know, it's him uh, maybe maybe he has several lovers i don't know he just he's trying to figure mm-hmm. out his way he, he gets into dating in his old age right so yeah i don't know wild to think about but it's just it's it's crazy because i keep seeing other big star wars podcasts or big youtube channels or Whoever I see everybody except for Mike Zero talking about it, which tells me something, by the way. Well, that's because he probably t- that's because he probably talked about it like two years ago. Well, that's probably true, but uh, but you know, Disney uses him to throw people off of what's really happening. It's true. So it's true. They do. They do. I absolutely. We gotta do. watch that. But oh my gosh, yeah. So, anyways, um, cool. So if you guys have thoughts on that, I'd love to. I'd love to know. Maybe there is gonna be some big announcement. We know that D twenty three is coming up right uh, next week. I think. Mm-hmm. Do you think we'll get a trailer, dude? I think I think we will. I think we will, and I'm really stoked. So this is kind of the episode before what I think will be some big news, um, and yeah, either a, a trailer for the Rise of Skywalker. I've pretty, I think it's pretty well confirmed we're getting something for the Mandalorian because that's coming out even sooner. So I think we're at least going right. to have Mandalorian stuff to talk about. Maybe a legit full on. And let me trailer. tell you. Yeah. And let me tell you, I am very much looking forward to this Disney streaming app, which they've now talked a little bit more about. Yeah. Um, it seems it's legit because it's going to be Disney, Star Wars. It's going to have the, all the Marvel Cinematic Universe and ESPN yeah. stuff for like 13 bucks a month. So that is legit. Yeah. I'm 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 all bored on that because I just um, I hadn't watched Endgame yet. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was going on during Game of Thrones, and so I, um, my girlfriend and I just did. Uh, we were talking about it the, the last weekend, and we were like, you know, which 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 ones haven't you seen? Oh, okay, which ones haven't you seen? And so we watched. So I hadn't seen um, Endgame. Yeah. And so we watched like Thor and Captain all this stuff, uh, and then boom. So like that plus then I'm like thinking Star Wars because I was like, oh yeah, like mm-hmm. I want to you know want to watch episode, all this stuff. So I'm yeah all geared up for this Disney streaming app. It's gonna be the Mandalorian. I'm I'm in, man. Yeah. So would on the on the streaming app, uh, you remember that Marvel TV show that kind of came out, Agents of Shield, and there was like the Peggy Carter thing. Yeah. And then is that gonna be on I, there? Yeah. And then I think Marvel's gonna like claim the rights to because I I would imagine they own it because Marvel at this point owns um Marvel at this point owns everything but spider-man because they because they bought they bought they bought uh x-men and deadpool from fox uh, oh yeah as well as the simpsons which i'm I'm disappointed (laughs) about because i feel like they're gonna they're just either gonna end it or ruin it um 
Yeah. So I mean, we'll see. We'll we'll see. We'll see what uh, we'll see what ends up happening. But yeah, I would imagine that would be on there. So, I mean, um, I didn't really watch any of those Netflix shows like Daredevil, Luke Cage, mm-hmm. Iron Fist. Um, right. I didn't I didn't watch any of that. But it just makes I makes you think. Hey, I, I hope that I think the Mandalorian is going to be good. I, I I'm definitely definitely on board with the Mandalorian. I'm definitely on board with other Star Wars TV shows, and I think that Netflix style is a good way to do it. I think you could do stuff about like some X-wing pilots. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, like a small a small group, uh you know, even if you just called it Rogue Squadron, I think that would be a sick TV show. Let's make it happen, Disney. Yeah. Give us a Rogue Squadron TV show. Yeah, I mean, dude, they may actually do something like that uh kind of because the the new book that came I was I've just been reading Alphabet Squadron. Uh, Alphabet Squadron, yeah. It's actually pretty good. It's got that dogfight type of stuff going on and it's um mm-hmm. it's surprisingly good i i didn't think it would i don't know why i just sort of had some re- reservation about it uh but been getting into it and just seeing the sequence mm-hmm. between i was, uh, you get the day in day out sort of life of these fighter pilots and what are what some like to lose let other. us let us know on twitter uh let us know on twitter what or our in our in our facebook group if there were to be a, essentially, you know, on this Disney streaming app, what kind of areas do you think would make cool um, Netflix-style shows, right? So maybe about 10 episodes a season, um, you know, about an hour long. So, they're, you know, it's a bigger story than a movie, but it's obviously not going to be as high budget. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I definitely think something like a Rogue Squadron, a uh, Republic Commando yeah. movie, focusing on some of those clone troopers. Um, something like Inferno Squad, uh, so, you know, some a handful of uh, Stormtrooper elite groups, stuff like that. I think you could do really, really well. I don't, I don't think they do like crazy full Jedi stories. Yeah, but I, it could be cool. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, th- there's, uh, there's definitely room for that. So there's the Cassie and Andor uh, series that's coming out too, right? So like him being a spy and uh, things that he did for the mm-hmm. rebellion. So yeah, that'll be neat. I think K two's back in it as well. Right, I'm pretty sure he's. It's it's. I'm finding maybe can turning, uh, reprogramming K two back, you know, into uh, turning him into a rebel. I mean, I think an Ewok show would be great. I think so too. Actually, I really think yeah. that would be. That's actually extremely needed. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, or wow. just R two D two. I'm I'm down with that too. Droids and Ewoks, bring it back. Absolutely. I mean, actually, what I want to know is, in all seriousness, like, am I when I get this Disney. Uh, streaming service. I mean, Amen. Ca- preach is, it. Is is Caravan going to be on there? Battle for Endor. These old animated. I feel like, like they have. They, they have gotta to be. be on there. Come on, that'd be stupid not to put them on there. I just, mm-hmm. uh, I know they're a little embarrassed, but there's no reason to be embarrassed. I want the Jabba Tales. You know, yeah, Jabba the Hut. Make it like a make it like a gangster TV show. You mm-hmm. know, right? A Boba Fett. That'd be cool. I mean, we're getting the Mandalorian, so I think that's basically our Boba Fett thing. Yeah, yeah. But I'm with you, man. It'd be kind of cool to see and hear from folks what would be a good, what would make a good, you know, small mini series or something uh, there on the on the streaming service. I mean, so. the, the Sebulba Tales, you know? Sign me up. Holy okay? cow. No. <laughs> good golly. Wow. Uh, all right. Um, so I think that's it for the Relay Station and just sort of mm-hmm. catching up on some some news and things. So. Uh, we actually have, so we had talked uh, to, An- or we had uh, listened to Anthony's story, Rural Farm Boy, I want to say 
four or five episodes ago, I believe. We kind of mm-hmm. got some of his story. And so uh, we're going to play for you his uh, origin story part two. So let's take a listen to that. I'll do Natty and Ezra. It's Anthony, also said Royal Farm Boy, along to give you another part of my origin story because my first message to you, why well, I gave you my beginnings up into them radio dramas. So then that picks up with 1983 and I was about 16, just getting into, in the midst of high school when Return of the Jedi come out. And what I remember of it was a couple boys down the road from us who weren't nearly into interested in Star Wars, but was friends and we'd all get together and do things. And well, they was interested because I wanted in a bad way to go to the theater and see Return of the Jedi. I remember reading the novelization before, but I don't remember whether it had kind of spoiled anything for me because back then the books and novels come out before films did. And remember coming out of that theater and everybody was all having questions to me because I was like the Star Wars encyclopedia back then. And remember afterwards going and finding different magazines and such that had articles and things and letters to the editor with all, all manner of things about Return of the Jedi. And at the same time, there was that talk that was going about that there was to be another trilogy. Yeah, episode seven, eight, and nine. And what all folks was guessing maybe that might be. And even with no internet back then, well, that's what letters to the editor in, in different magazines like Starlog and such. Yeah, that's speculation was happening even back then. And then, well, after that, 84, 85 was the beginning of them dark times. But I was still holding on to going back and reading novelizations and re-re-listening to the radio dramas. There was an Empire Strikes Back radio drama that had come out, which was really good. And also recommended listening if you ain't familiar with. And if you're not certain where to find, hit me up, because I'll hook you up. Some of our Twitterverse friends was asking about that original one. There's a bunch of them, and I got them set up. Anybody other listeners, too, is interested, hit me in them DMs in that Twitterverse, and I'll give you a helping hand. Then come the late 80s, and I remember seeing in different little local bookstores, like Walden Books, if anybody's familiar with that, that's when West End Games was putting out source material for all the different role-playing games and things. I remember seeing source books and the RPG and I went and got them just strictly for the information which was packed into them and that was a good lot of fun and then it come up to the early 90s when there was a novel that had been put out called Star Wars Heir to the Empire and that got me all excited so when I went and I went and got that book and took it home and, well, I couldn't finish it because somehow or other, it, that story didn't sit right with me. It seemed like it was too, it weren't Star Wars, just to me. And still to this day, I ain't finished that book, nor done read the two that come after it. So I'll go and put my middle of my origin story down right there because I'm sure there's some other folks. Hope's got incoming transmissions about theirs, and I want to hear what they got to say. And I'll look forward to your show in my playlist. So until that time, 
Maddie and Ezra, Pilot the Outcast Straight and True, and I'll look for you in my playlist. May the Force be with you. See you on the radio. I mean... Dude, <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Does, can I say one thing right here, right now? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to say it. Did we just get a Walden Books reference? Yes. Do, do you yes. remember Walden Books? Do they exist yeah. anymore? There's no way. There was. I remember when like the big news was like the last one that was still open. It was going. At, you know, it was. Uh, it's like Blockbuster, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I am. First of all, we're, we're listening to. I mean, Anthony's like a, he, he's he's a gem, man. I mean. Uh, that's get, what I'm saying. It's it's cool to be 16 going into Dude, return. Hold on, Walden Just, Books. Hold on, uh, real quick. Walden Books closed in 2011. Yeah. What? Really? <laughs> I thought they closed way before that. Oh, they were definitely shutting down. I mean, there was yeah, they were they were on their way out for for a while. You know what I mean? They were. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's radical. And then I mean, the reference to Starlog, by the way, the magazine. Go mm-hmm. check that out. Uh, I yeah. I hadn't seen or heard of that. Like that, actually, I'm just looking at some of those. Um, I had cousins, my cousins uh, down in Kentucky, who used to, they had these. They had some of these. These were old, you know, uh, magazines that I, I remember looking through. And I just looked at the cover, and I'm like, holy cow. It literally just brought back like a flood of, of uh, memories. Really cool. So some Star Trek stuff, some Star Wars on there. Just really cool. Really cool stuff. So there's that, yeah. and then uh, man, I was surprised. I mean, I thought uh, I thought when Anthony was getting to um, heir to the Empire that he was going to be like, oh yeah, it's, he just that wasn't his book. That didn't feel like Star Wars to him. You know, that's yeah, interesting. So I bet you that was a little bit kind of uh, not controversial, but it, it was probably jarring. I mean, because you're you're probably rubbed in, a lot of it rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. Yeah, you're like, wait, wait, wait a second. You know, what I mean, this is this is a new, this is a different author coming in here, bringing in a different story and really expanding the universe. So probably, you know, took people back. I mean, I, I know now a lot of people love it, and it's just it's beloved. Uh, but I bet growing up, I mean, that was maybe not what people thought it was going to be. I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah. And Anthony, I want to know what was the speculate? What was some of the stories that were going around? You know, like about seven, eight, and nine. I mean, were there? What was the rumor, the speculation? Like, I can only imagine. I love when he said, "Like the then the dark years sort of hit right where they really there right." Was, yeah, that was great. <laughs> so they're in the late eighties, um, which is which is crazy. But dang, man, I that I I love hearing from him, and I just it's such a. Such a cool thing. I want to hear other people's stories as well. So we're like midway through there. So we we hopefully got a couple more transmissions coming in from from him, and we'll uh, we'll definitely play those for you guys because it's 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 exciting. It's cool to hear from those folks who were who are around and know what the vibe and can explain the feelings and 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 um, I don't know, man. I don't know what it smelled like back then. You know, I don't know what it what it tastes like in the. I don't know any of that stuff. It just it's it's cool to to kind of have somebody uh present that imagery to you i guess so yeah absolutely um yeah because you know like for us it's like we grew up when star wars was getting ready to come back yeah so it's not like it had been gone for for a long period of time no we were born in the dark years the dark times yeah 
I mean, I I, li- I, I was raised in the darkness. <laughs> yeah, we, we you know, yeah, right. What does he say? What does Bane say? I was raised in the dark. Right, right. He, 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 t- yeah, whatever he, he says, says, yeah. tells Batman that he had, he had, uh, he had adopted it or inherited it. Or adop- so- yeah, yeah. It's something like that, yeah. <laughs> so, ridic- so ridiculous. So crazy. But, yeah, I mean, like, you're right. I mean, I was, I don't know. Like it was, The other cool part, too, is that when I had, like, once I had really gotten into Star Wars, I had older cousins who were like, well, you know, they, they then came into my life sort of like, you, you're you watching that, you like that, and it was this, they loved it but had kind of forgotten about it because they had gone through these dark times, and mm-hmm. they were still young enough to where life is, you know, taking you every possible direction, but they loved to sit down and kind of tell me about these characters, fill in the blanks, things, I had all sorts of questions, right? Um, yeah. So, it's, yeah, that's, that's where I was getting my sort of uh, passion, love, drive for it, right when... Right when everyone had kind of dwindled off there, and I, all the books. I mean, in the '90s, you know, you look at like was it '92, '93 when that um, when Timothy Zahn start, started writing and really expanding that universe. Mm-hmm. Um, then we just got a plethora of books that started coming out. So I was, I had plenty to read and too much to read. Actually, I couldn't keep up with all of it. And you know, I didn't know that the novelizations came out before the film. Did you know that? I did not know that. That's, I did not know that at all. That's wild. That is wild. I think it's kind of cool, but that doesn't happen now, right? And that, that definitely doesn't happen now. No, it definitely doesn't happen now. The heck? Why would they do that? Why would that be a? Uh, I don't know. Maybe, I don't, I, well, I mean, back then, I mean, just hype. They're trying to, you know, build hype for the. Mm-hmm. Huh? Maybe it wasn't as. I don't know. That's cool. Anyways, or e- even if he, yeah, I don't know. That's cool. Okay, cool. Let's, uh, who do we have up here next? We got some more transmissions. Oh, um, yeah. Nick Starwin coming in clutch here. He's, this is, this yeah, is a long I'm gonna, one, I'm gonna, so take your I'm time. Gonna read, I'm going to read this one. This one's going to take a little bit to get through. He says, episode two is greater than episode eight. End of, tra- that's it. That's oh, wait, the that's the end. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're right. That's it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> first and foremost, let me say, uh, amen. A hundred percent agreed. Wow, uh, I'm right there with you. Wow, on that one. Do I really have to come out and defend <laughs> episode eight? Oh my gosh! I, I mean, that's wait just simply on, an episode eight compared to episode two. I mean, I think I we can. I think I think we can agree. Oh boy, that episode two is greater than episode eight. It is. I, that's, oh. that's 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 pretty straightforward. Uh, all right, I'll let that. I'll, I'm just. I'm not gonna. I mean, let me just say. Let me just say something. Uh huh. Okay. Let me. I'll just say it. All right. Yeah. You tell me what's more cringeworthy. Okay. Anakin Padme's awkward love kind of thing, or Leia Supermaning through space. I, I, I will tell you what. What's more cringeworthy <laughs> uh, is is uh, you know, uh, sand getting everywhere. Okay. So well, it does. I, he's does. got a point. He, yeah, but it, yeah, he does have a point. I guess it's I, just, he, he he absolutely has. If a point. that's what turns someone to the dark side, I I just we've all got a lot to fear. Yeah. So. Well, have you ever have you ever have you ever had to live in sand? I I can't imagine what it would be like. That's true. That's true. <laughs> he's tormented. <laughs> hey, episode episode two has it has 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 Yoda lightsaber fighting. Yeah, that's pretty. This sick. part this this party's over. And uh, Obi Wan versus Obi Wan versus um, 
Django Fett. Yeah. Right. There's a lot to like. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It I mean, does not. It also does not have can, you know Canto Bite, so I got to give it credit on that. Holy cow! Holy cow! <laughs> yeah. Well, I we'll go back. I'm gonna wait till Let Nick. Us know. I'm gonna wait till let's Nick Starwing comes on. Oh let's my do a, god! Let's let's do a poll on Facebook. I'm sure somebody will make it in the Facebook group. Holy episode! Cow. Simply episode two versus episode eight. That's all. That's that's all we. That's all we need to know. Here, here, yeah. I mean, right. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Because well, I'm gonna screenshot. I'm gonna just you know. Take, that's it. Well, Ep- I'll look, episode look and two see. versus episode eight. Nothing else. Nothing. Just okay. simply episode two, episode eight. What's the best? Okay. All right. That's fine. Yeah. We'll 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 do it. Um. <laughs> hey, Nick is coming on soon, right? We're gonna have Nick on. He is coming on soon. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we're, we're we're recording. I'm getting him all dialed in on how to use some recording apps, and he just got a new headset, so he's it's coming soon. Oh yeah, good. Okay, yeah. all right, all right. Um, so now I think we have um, we've got Eric the Tavern Eric. Jedi. Is it tavern or taverine or tavern? Tavern sounds it's, it's great. Not, to me. It, it's not. It's yeah. It's not spelled tavern like like you know like like somebody who who goes to the tavern. It's T A V E R E N. So it's like tavern. I was hoping tavern. drunken Jedi. That's tavern. what I was hoping for. Taverine. Yeah. It's one of those. <laughs> um. Here I'll I, I I can read this one. Okay. Hey guys, my name is Eric the Tavern Tavern Jedi. Uh, I just want to check in with some of my Star Wars background and then a theory that came to me while I was driving to work this morning. I really do not remember what my earliest Star Wars memory was. I grew up watching the original trilogy on VHS and remember going to see the special edition releases in theaters. I was 13 when episode one was released and remember being ecstatic to go see a new Star Wars movie in the theater. I saw all of the prequels as they were released And this was a huge part of my teenage years. I almost gave up on Star Wars after Attack of the Clones. (laughs) But that's because he just hadn't seen Last Jedi yet. Okay. 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 (laughs) Uh, But Revenge of the Sith renewed my hope in the series. And I have since come to appreciate even Attack of the Clones for it being part of the overall story. And that may be the same thing. And you and I have talked about that. Yeah. That may be what happens. Rise of Skywalker may be so good it makes... You know, yeah. there may be stuff in there that it's like, oh, my God, now this all makes sense. That's true. Yep, that's true. <laughs> we just don't have it yet, so I can't say that. Uh, <laughs> my favorite scene in Star Wars is probably the Battle of Hoth. My favorite movie is Empire Strikes Back. I have really had a hard time choosing a favorite character in the original trilogy. It's either Han Solo or Darth Vader. In the new trilogy, I think it would be Finn. However, I also want to bring uh, the novels into it and say that uh, Joss Amari from the Aftermath series is one of my favorite characters. Did I did I did I totally butcher that name? No, is, is I, I actually don't think I remember who that character is. Somebody look. Oh, up. okay. Um, now for that th- for my theory, we all know that clones play a huge part in the overall Star Wars universe, and there has been a lot of discussion over the possibility of a Palpatine clone or a Luke clone in Rise of Skywalker. At the end of Return of the Jedi, Darth Vader kills Palpatine by throwing him into the shaft. However, what if, as he fell, Palpatine pushed his Force presence into beyond shadows, preserving his essence? I also think that this plays in the new trilogy because I think that it is possible that Supreme Leader Snoke may have been an early attempt at cloning the Emperor. However, something went wrong with the cloning process, and this is what has left left him so scarred and disfigured. 
There is a second, more perfect clone of Palpatine hidden on the remains of the second Death Star, and Palpatine pushed his Force essence into this clone, essentially destroying his body but escaping death by using his unsurpassed mastery of the Force. Thanks for putting this out. Uh, thanks for putting out this podcast. It has been so much fun to listen to, and I look forward to more moving forward. Thanks, Eric. Well, thank you, Eric, for sending mm. us a great transmission here. Did you look up that character, Ezra? Uh, yeah, I did. So we've got Jedi Knight Eric here dropping some major like novel knowledge, which I which I I love. Um, and we're gonna get back to the Beyond Shadow reference because that's a great freaking reference. But uh, I actually don't know how to pronounce the name either. I think it's I think it's Joss or Jace. Uh, mm-hmm. J- J- Jay Samari, I think, uh, is uh, a female yeah. Sabrak, uh who is a bounty hunter, actually, in that in that um, in that series. So, huh, really cool. She, I guess, works with um, Nora Wexley, who is uh, uh, one of the one of uh, part of the New Republic in that series. You know, this is a whole. I'm trying to look and see which book was she in. All these books, I don't know. This is, this I don't know. It's, this is it's, it's throwing you off here. I don't. I didn't read Aftermath. Yeah, I read Bloodlines, and they came out around the same time. I think, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Bloodline being a little after. Yeah, but um, this. Let me think here. Oh, and I only read the second, like second half of Life Debt because I remember when we we actually got started with all of our YouTube and stuff. That was. Um, Empire's End was coming out, and so that was the book that I got. I like jumped in, and I just was like, "Okay, I'm just going to read it." So, but uh, yeah, she was a part of the team that was hunting down Grand Admiral Ray Salone, who kind of takes over the Empire there with Rack uh, with Gallius Rax, and it's a whole it's a whole thing with the uh, contingency plan, Operation Cinder, you know this this whole stuff that was happening. So you know, really, we don't talk enough about it, but the this whole idea that Palpatine could be coming back has actually been in the... Um, he's had a contingency plan, which shout out, by the way, to our friend David Fogel over at the Contingency Plan podcast. Okay, can we get a little love uh, in mm-hmm. that direction? He, uh, it's, it's Operation Cinder. Remember, Iden Versio leaves her, her unit, like abandons her father. Her father is like destroying mm-hmm. their home yeah. world. I mean... yeah. I don't know that these sentinels had gone out with the emperor's face and, and all this stuff was happening. So that, that foundation has been laid. It's been there. It's been in the video games and it's been in the aftermath series. It is even, I'm reading the alphabet squadron novel, which was in works for quite some time. The operation Cinder is a big part of that. So I'm kind of now, now that I'm thinking because the question I think was raised. I don't know when this was, it was, Maybe last week or week before. Like, did JJ know that th- was this always the plan to bring Palpatine back, or did they do something along the way and change it? You know what I mean? Like, was this always the plan from the get? Yeah, I don't think we'll know. I don't think we'll know until after. I think it'll be quite some time after um, Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. You're probably right. I just think if you wanted to make the case or you, you you wanted to to assert i guess that they did know and that they were planning this the whole time you could look at the novels and say sure this is this is something that was uh actually going down that that, mm-hmm. that uh, palpatine had these plans and and was um 
you know, working on something. We don't know what it was. There was some connection to the unknown region. He was trying to burn down this empire that was not worthy of him. They had let him down and they had failed him in some way. And so he sets up this this contingency plan. So anyways, we'll we'll come back to that. So uh who I was just looking at this character a little bit more. We'll have to go into detail more. This it's cool that this is uh possibly one of his favorite characters though cuz uh I don't really remember that series very well. And I I would maybe love to go back and and read Aftermath and probably should have uh, knowing thinking about all this all this stuff with with Palpatine. It's way yeah. more relevant than I than I was giving it credit for. So now the other reference to uh, Beyond Shadow is pretty cool because it's something that comes up. Remember, I was telling you, Matt, that um, uh, what was it? Several months ago, I was I was I was just I don't know. I was going nuts in, in the in the Star Wars book series. I was rereading um, Legacy of the Force and then Fate of the Jedi, some extended uh, universe series, which are fantastic. And if you ever want to just pick up somewhere and learn more about. Uh, Master Skywalker, I would say, go for it. Don't worry about it. Just jump, jump into it and go nuts. But uh, when he's with, uh, he takes his son Ben, and they actually learn. Uh, I think they call them like mind drinkers, and they they go to this, um, they go to the mall, and they, the, which is like this gravitational device right. thing. That's kind of uh, it's 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 a prison. And we find out later it's a prison for Abeloth and all this crazy stuff, right? But it's yes, Skywalker has to go beyond shadow and he has to kind of separate his, his essence from his body. His body stays there and his son Ben watches over him and then his essence is out drifting around, doing things, seeing things, going to the, the, uh, the fountain of, of power and all this crazy you know, force stuff. They took it really far. And I got excited when The Last Jedi came out or what was, what it was, before it was coming out and I kept hearing we're going to explore the force more. And really dive deeper with, with like what you can do, and 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 maybe learn more about the beginnings of the galaxy or something. I just kind of was, was thinking, oh, cool, we're gonna get all this cool stuff, and it really, it's, it's a movie. You can't do a whole lot. You, you you can't explore something like the Force, and go super deep. I guess in 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 right, one in movie. one movie. Yeah. So I'm hoping we get more in the Rise of Skywalker, but uh, I can see how one would think that the that the Emperor as he's falling down that shaft, could go beyond shadow, essentially separate his body, his essence from his body, and shuttle it into some, maybe maybe a clone that was there, or just honestly go beyond shadow and maybe stay there, which could mm-hmm. which can happen, because if you go back and look at that series, like the one thing you don't want to have happen, you know, if, when your essence leaves your body there, you gotta, you're, you got to make sure... Like, if you die beyond Shadow, then your body dies, right? It, but if your body died, I think you could still be beyond Shadow, was the idea. Because he Luke comes across different individuals who are who are there, and it seems like they're stuck there, or they're eternally there. So, so question, just because I want to get this straight, because this yeah. sounds an awful lot like another book series I've read. Yeah. And I just want to get this straight. So are you telling me that Harry Potter ripped off Star Wars? Absolutely. 100%. Now that's what it sounds like. I'm just gonna say it. Percent, I'm, actually. I'll say it. It sounds that's what it sounds like to me is a Harry Potter because it sounds an awful lot like a Horcrux. I, it does, doesn't it? I I know it's it's. I need to go look and see I the dates it. on when those were published. I knew it. I I knew it. There's no Harry Potter ripped off Star Wars. Yeah, nothing original Con- about what J.K. Confirmed. Did. Yeah. Confirmed 100 here. Uh, uh-huh. you know by by S. So yep. yep. Sorry guys. 
Wow. Yeah, as Skyhopper, I'm telling you, he's just out there. Yeah. Hopping around, my friend, doing what I can, you know, bringing light to dark places. Uh, <laughs> so Beyond shadow. Beyond, beyond, you know, there's there's not even, sh- yeah, so really know. dark. Yeah, really. We're yeah. talking, yeah. Yeah, yeah, beyond <laughs> shadow, really dark. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, great. Well, hey, okay. I mean, so Jedi Knight Eric, uh, that's that's awesome, man. This is cool. This is this is neat to see. Uh, you know, every, every, everybody comes in in a different place. Like we've we've talked. Mm-hmm. This is the neat part about this is you have people who come in. They're really into the books, and even someone like Anthony, who I thought would be super into that series, the the mm-hmm. Thrawn trilogy. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, and, and I was surprised when he said that he wasn't. So you're like, oh wow, okay, and then. So for some people, it's it's in uh, what did he what did he say he was in the RPG? Um, what what was he talking about there? The the the, the game the, the ro- Star the Wars role playing um, game. Okay, so there is a Star Wars role playing game that is essentially it's basically D and D Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, um, with uh, Star Wars over it. Okay, it's just it's a Star Wars theme. It's like it's I mean it's it's D and D. It's totally D and D like. Uh, the way your characters level up and stuff like that. Actually, uh, Knights of the Old Republic it just it just uses the D and D formula. You're just, you're just playing. It's a video game as opposed to the like the paper books. Okay, um, which is great. I mean, that's it's a it's a it's a great system. It's I think D, I think D and D is uh, fun. I think they they've really made strides, especially over the past like I'd say like 15 years of turning D and D less into kind of what you imagine. Um, uh, you know, like nerdy kids in their basement, you know, nerdy kids in their mom's basement sitting around casting yeah. spells and stuff like that right. and making it more like a board game. Because I didn't I never really played D&D until about fourth edition. Uh, and I, that's when I was kind of playing with a group and you had flown out to Portland when I was yeah. living out here. But first time and you were kind of like, oh, yeah. And then you uh, and I actually tried. Uh, we kind of bought some of the books and tried to play a little bit of Dungeons and Dragons fifth edition. And it's way more like a board game. Yeah. Right, and I think that's I think that's a that's a really cool way to go. I will say uh, one thing I think Star Wars could do that'd be really cool. I'm sure this this probably exists. I don't know. Um, I've played Magic: The Gathering, and I feel like Magic: The Gathering is a lot easier to get into than Dungeons and Dragons. Um, and I think a it's just it's just like playing like Pokemon cards or whatever. I feel like you know there's probably a Star Wars card game out there. But if there's not, I'm sure there is. Yeah. But if there's not, I feel like it'd be a really cool way uh, to do it. You lay down your guys, you know. So you get like you have like your level one guys, which are like stormtroopers or rebel, you know, soldiers. But then you can lay out big guys like you know Darth Vader and stuff like that. I think it'd be cool. I well, don't know yeah. if it exists. I'm sure it does. But well, I was if to... not, Disney make it happen. You make it happen, yeah. Because Disney listens, by the way. So oh, I know that. Oh, I know absolutely. Yeah. They uh, recently that's that's day that's big news for later on. We we've, we've been told not to talk about that, so um, we got some stuff coming down the uh, pipeline here. So you remember? Uh, gosh, every time we're in like Barnes and Noble, we see that what is it? The X Wing miniature game? Like mm-hmm. what, what, like what is that? I and I'm being serious. I don't know. I, I always want to buy this and start playing it, but I just don't know what it is actually. And so mm-hmm. some of you out there are like, what you guys? I don't know what that is. Yeah, I I don't because our buddy Tom is really into games like this, and we've talked about getting it, learning it. I, every time I go to celebration, I see them. This is all set up, and you've got like I don't know if it's a tournament or what they have going on, but it's 
really cool. You get the different pieces. You get the you get your tie okay, fighters. Okay, somebody has made. Uh, do a search for Star Wars: The Gathering. Okay. Somebody has made a. I mean, it looks just like the Magic cards, um, but somebody like clearly went through and just made a bunch, so you could like print them off. There's like 300 cards. So, I mean, it's like a full set. Holy of, cow! I mean, look at this dude. They get everything. Stormtrooper. Yeah, he's a one-one creature. The whole deal. Ion Cannon. They have artifacts. Uh, Jedi Inquirer. This is great. They even have a freaking Tauntaun. Loyal Tauntaun. Three mana. Oh, my gosh. Sac- uh, you, uh, yeah, this is great. Stormtrooper. Well, they have a Womp Rat. They have a Womp, they have a womp Rat. Womp Rat. It's a, three cre- it's a three mana creature. Monstrosity one. Uh, they even have flavor text. This is great. When a Womp Rat becomes monstrous, you may exile. T- yeah, this is great. Wow. X-Wing. This is so cool. This is so cool yeah guys check this out this is uh this is we're gonna, uh, to, we're gonna have to do it we're gonna have to droid decai jedi battle healer they have lifelink oh my god this is uh we gotta play I can't believe you found this. this is a gem this is one of those things that this, this is, is literally like the a... first i just literally typed in star wars magic the gathering and it was the first thing that came up legendary creature plukun yep he has meditate yeah so cool so go to star wars com, and it's a fan-made site they say they're not you know affiliated with whatever mm-hmm. you know um yeah what are some of what are some of the see yeah oh my god this is so cool okay so in typical magic you have like your elements you have like you have like light fire um green is kind of like trees and ground um then you have water and uh like black is like darkness um and so you they all like kind of do different things like blue so everyone just calls it colors like blue is like which is water it's very spell based um and then you have like white which is very kind of like enchantment based it's like power-ups black is a lot of like instant kills like okay kill people but you know like you still so there's kind of that balance like you need to you need to get creatures or in this case it'd be like stormtroopers whatever on the field and so there's a lot of different ways you can put then red people is kind of red is kind of like um it's kind of it's kind of like spells too but it's more like spells that target you whereas blue is much more like defensive spells so it's kind of cool and they, they this guy actually does a really good job of kind of even doing that blue has a has a spell force push uh put target creature on uh on top of its owner's library so that's a like that would be a really powerful spell because then you basically lose turns because you would then the next creature you or in this case stormtroopers jedi whatever you're yeah. laying you have to lay that guy again right right so like yeah and then they even have flavor text here the power of energy over matter and mind over both luke skywalker this is great i have hey, a let me tell you real i quick. just love i just love this every time we find sorry i cut you off yeah there. every time i find we've we've always seem to find some sort of super cool star wars fandom thing that somebody's out there doing yep yeah yeah that, that's the that's the cool part right this is not in this is their own fan-made thing it's they mm-hmm. they created this yeah. whoever this here's is, another is. here's another here's another blue spell this is a big one jedi mind trick you control target player during that uh, that player's next turn wow mm-hmm. uh, flavor text these aren't the droids you're looking for this is great I, yeah i, I yeah i can't so um okay so then the black which uh is a lot of sith it's a lot of sith characters this is great tie interceptor um force drain 
mm-hmm. interrogation. Oh, this is so cool. Okay, let me let me jump in here. So I want a deck full of the loyal Tauntaun character because mm-hmm. the card. Um, well, you can mix so because you uh, you can you can mix characters. So like uh, in Magic, you can mix you can make like decks. A lot of people make a deck that is like one color, but you can make multicolored decks. Uh, the problem is, is like so you get uh, what you call land, and that's like your energy, and so you need energy to be able to cast spells, mm-hmm. which yep. is whether that's laying a creature or laying uh, or performing a spell or something. So when you run a multicolored deck, the problem is is that all of your your land is going to be different, and so then you run into that that kind of situation. So you could theoretically though be like a dark a dark you know like a gray Jedi because you could run like mm-hmm. white and then black. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You could dabble in the dark arts. Yeah, all I'm saying is, sac- legendary creature, Grand Moff Tarkin. Wow. At, at, yeah, at the beginning of each opponent's upkeep, so that's uh, like when their turn starts. Destroy target creature that player controls, unless that player pays two life. Mm. If a player pays life that way, draw a card. That is an insanely powerful character. Yeah. <laughs> like, that would be, in Magic, that would be, like, that card would be banned. Because that's just, that's that's too powerful. That's well, just. I mean, where's the Luke Skywalker great. card? That's what I want to know. There There's even there? an Order 66 card. Jeez. That's <laughs> not. Put a, bounty, put a bounty counter on each creature you don't control. Then destroy all creatures you don't control wow hold on hold on hold on this is why i said i wanted the loyal tauntaun card though because mm-hmm. i can oh, regenerate okay. uh uh you know a target creature okay so okay so the, so the red so red they have a lot of um like scoundrels that's really cool nice yep the bounty bounty hunters and scoundrels this is great green okay so green is ewoks there's your basic creature yeah, he walks. Well, as is playing green. Yeah, I'm playing green. Yeah, 100. Yeah, With- yep. As is Wookies. Oh my god, this is so cool. We're gonna have to figure out how to do it. I mean, maybe we could record something. We could. Uh, mm-hmm. This is so cool. Yeah, get a little session going. I don't know. This would be neat. So good and find. They're leg- their legendary creature. They've got um, Chaotic Mundi. They've got uh, Bosk. This is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> They even have multicolored deck. Oh, okay. All right. I, I don't want to spend any more time. I don't want to keep talking about this, but this is this is so cool. Yeah. There's like 300 cards, so I'm kind of skimming through here to see find the really cool ones. But right, this is really well done. I don't know how long it took this person to make, but anywho. Uh, yeah. yeah, Star Wars The Gathering. If you like magic, check it out. Even if you don't, check it out because it's, it's super cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool beans. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll come back to that later, I'm sure. We'll have a little tournament or something. Um Let's move on here. Next transmission, we have uh, uh, Chase from the uh, uh, from Johnson City in the Appalachian mm-hmm. system. Okay, mm-hmm. so so wow, and he's a, he's a brewer of craft Java juice. Well, hook me up. <laughs> yeah, really, that's that's awesome. Uh, he, he goes on to say, "I found y'all on uh, BTK and was more than thrilled to learn that you had a Star Wars podcast." I've been watching Star Wars since I was a kid. My my dad showed me Empire Strikes Back and uh, telling uh, me about the dialogue uh, records that uh, he would play and memorize. Okay, 
Uh, my favorite character has got to be Darth Bane. Uh, dismissing the Brotherhood of Darkness and recreating the Sith Order, his battle, the Orbalisk, and setting up the hidden in plain sight guise of the Sith makes him one of the best in the galaxy, especially since uh, he beat three masters and a knight and made his own holocron. Yeah, that's a pretty big deal. That's a pretty big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have many theories, except maybe Qui-Gon is the chosen one, mm-hmm. being the most in tune with the Force and helping guide the events uh, of Anakin. Wow. Uh, mm-hmm. Great show. Thanks for thanks for all of your knowledge. May the Force be with you. Uh, Chase, wow, that's pretty cool. I mean, the Qui-Gon you, fan, Chase. right? Hey, um, I just watched a theory... A couple weeks ago, I cannot remember who it was. I almost want to say it was Star Wars Explained. Okay. Um, and uh, the premise of the theory, I kind of watched it. Like, you know when you kind of wake up and you're just kind of like sifting through stuff on YouTube. You're not entirely awake. Um, but they were talking about some of the stuff that happens in Master and Apprentice. And I also am working my way through that book right now. Have you yeah. finished it? Yeah. You have? Yeah. Okay. So they were drawing a lot from what happens in Master and Apprentice, and it, I mean it's fine to spoil it for me because I know how it ultimately ends in the yeah. in episode one. Um, but they were saying that like it's perhaps like the Sith feared Qui Gon Jinn because he was a gray Jedi and because he was willing to do things that the Jedi Council wasn't doing, and perhaps that Qui Gon Jinn, um, you know, was able to like see the Jedi's faults. Uh, like when he present, like oh, wow. they talked about how in episode one he's like, "Hey, the Sith are back," and they're like, "Oh no, they're not." But Qui Gon sees it, and so that was almost why Palpatine was very like he want you know he's like, "I need to go send Darth Maul to take out this Qui Gon Jinn." Really, that's kind of a cool theory. It's just a theory, yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 he was, I mean, because he he does kind of come back as this, um, like he's into the prophecies and he's he's learning about. Uh, he's he's open to visions and and things, and he was really, I guess, trust. Mm-hmm. He trusts in the Force more than I feel like the Council did, and he gets in, like you said, all these arguments with them. Uh, it's it's yeah, crazy cool. Uh, mm-hmm. a, a companion to that is the Dooku. I think it's Jedi Lost or whatever, and I I, I finished that, and that's um, Master Sifo-Dyas is like also super bonkers, by the way, and has all sorts of. Uh, visions and and is seeing the future and, and premonitions and he can't stop any of it, which is c- kind of cool. So if you get a chance to read that, that's it doesn't take too long. I think it's a six hour some odd uh, listen there. So that's that's pretty neat. But yeah, I could see how they would be a little bit afraid of of uh, yeah. It, it is it is a uh, it is a Star Wars explained uh, video. Cool. Or okay. no, I'm sorry, Star Wars theory, not Star Wars explained. No, well, gotcha. it is Star Wars Explained. It's the channel Star Wars Theory, but it says Star Wars Explained. Oh, like, dude, don't, don't even get me started on that, because that, I think those two have a running sort of like... Uh, yeah, a rivalry. Yeah, okay. and I think there's something there. Like, he tags all of his stuff as Star Wars ex- Explained, and that is actually um, uh, Alex's channel is Star Wars Explained, which is nuts. So he and Molly, I don't know how that all shakes out. I've no, I've always wondered, like, is there something going on there? Did, did, did they run a channel together and something... Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure, but I, I did. I did just because I was. I was confused there when I saw that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. That's that's neat. So I mean, uh, this. I mean, some of the some of the top comments in here. Qui Gon finding Anakin was no accident. It was the will of the Force. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. I mean, what? That's 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 what he says. 
That's what he says to the council. So, man, episode one's Oh, great. I remember. And now I'm remembering some of the things he talked about. He talked about that, that Qui-Gon was the only one that saw that Anakin was the chosen one. Like the Jedi, the Jedi Council wanted to dismiss it, but Qui Gon, being the person studying about the, the prophecy of the Chosen One, was right. able to, to see. Oh my God, there's something here, right? And you know that's what's kind of crazy is, is that the the Jedi mystics who kind of had the like these prophecies came to be, and like uh, again in in the Dooku um, audio drama or whatever, they talk about Dooku stumbling across s- some of those things, and like that's why. Qui-Gon was into it as well because, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Dooku's his master and, and what have you. But, like, Yoda and the rest of the masters, they know about it, but yet they won't study it or they or maybe Yoda has and he's just moved on or, or, or something. But um, they really kind of shy away from it. Uh, the theme in those two books is basically Yoda. Like, y- Yoda says um, at the end of every conversation, it's almost like, all right, I will speak to the to the chancellor. Like, I'll go talk to him. Or all, all like he does nothing. I mean, he literally just sort of says, "I'll go talk to the Senate." I mean, that's that's his thing. And I don't know, like if if uh, if Qui Gon is an expert in these prophecies, then why wouldn't you take his his word and why wouldn't you really listen to him and and think, okay, he probably knows what he's talking about because he's been studying this, he's been looking for it. Um, his, the, his master before him, uh, Dooku was obsessed with it. So we should be on, we should really, I don't know, Qui-Gon's word should have a little bit more weight. And now knowing that he was, we even know from, from Phantom Menace that he was going to be on the council. And then we, that really is confirmed in Master and Apprentice. Which well, is, I mean, if look, if, if you want to know why he wasn't taken seriously, go listen to our episode two Patreon episode. Okay. Yeah. And I and and listen to our episode one patron episode because if I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times. Yep. The Jedi Council during the Clone Wars and the prequels is an absolute joke. <laughs> okay. I mean, I don't know how many times I have to say it. Oh it, god. It, it, I mean, Qui Gon could Qui Gon could have been like, "Look, I I read the prophecy. I've you know seen all this stuff," and they would have been like, "Oh no, you didn't." I mean, right. literally, I, right. I said, here, let me just give you a teaser, okay? Because yeah. this is, this is, I'll just repeat myself. That's yeah, fine. That's fine. I mean, ha- <laughs> Qui-Gon Jinn, hey, the Sith is back. I just fought them. Mace Windu. If the Sith was back, we would know about it. <laughs> At the end of the movie, after Obi-Wan kills the Sith, well, you know, right. defeats him, but yeah. kills him, uh, you know, uh, uh, kills Kills a Sith and Qui Gon Jinn is dead at the hands of the Sith he said he fought. Yeah, Mace, Mace Windu and Yoda. There's no mistaking it. The Sith are back. <laughs> I mean, Jesus there's Christ, no dude. Mistaking it. I, we I, had I, to kill a Jedi, you know, for I it. Mean, but but now we're sure. Now we're yeah. sure. I mean, now we're sure. I mean, I, I, it's like it's the most comical thing I've ever seen. Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, it, it couldn't be spelled out any clearer, right? Like, the, like Qui Gon could say, "Hey, guys, the prophecy, the prophecy says in this year, you know, a boy named so and so will show up, and there'll be a chancellor, a, a chancellor who's, you know, I mean, it can mm-hmm. say all those things. And be like, I'm not so sure. It's it's yeah. a prophecy misread. Could I mean episode two, dude? Yeah. I, and just like I said, go listen. Really, go listen to the Patreon because I go on rants and both of them for oh, like it's twenty great. minutes. Yeah, but I mean episode two. They're literally sitting at a table yeah. with Palpatine, and Yoda says, "Clouded the dark side is." Well, obviously, yeah. I mean, like, 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, 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 like he's. I remember. Uh, so, so Padme's walking in, right, and they're talking about the identity of her attacker, and, like, and she's she like, says, I'm pretty, "She's like, I'm pretty sure it's Count Dooku." Right. Yeah. <laughs> and what's basically what's basically Windu say? What's like his word? What is his word? He's like, he, he says, he says, I don't think so. He was like, he's like, my lady. He, he was, was once a Jedi. It's not in his nature. Like, you know. Yeah. As in once a Jedi. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He was once a Jedi. <laughs> It's like okay, there's probably there's something wrong there, right? I mean, there's yeah, know, he's not a Jedi anymore. So what is he? Uh, it's uh, that cracks me. And the, you know, it is actually she's right. It is it is Count Dooku. I mean, yeah, it's two times they're back to back. You know, they've they've the council's been told point blank, hey, here's what I think's happening. And the council, the wisest body in the Jedi Order, is like, I don't see it. And you're like, what? Mm-hmm. It's just crazy, crazy. So well, anyways, I mean, it's just, yeah. it's just, I mean, it's just like I talked about, you know, in 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 our in that Patreon episode. I mean, <laughs> they run tests and they find out, you know, Qui Gon Jinn brings Anakin. And he's like, hey, I just found the guy with a higher Metachlorian count than you, Master Yoda. Yeah. And their plan is, ah, let's just send him back. Like, oh, that's great. Right. So, like, your plan is to, you now know, like. The guy who's probably the strongest in the force that's ever existed mm-hmm. is out there, and your plan is right. to just eh, just turn him back to the wild. It's like what could possibly go wrong? Uh huh. Yeah. It's like, well, I oh I I know. It's like oh well, th- the Sith could get him, but that's right because they 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 don't think the Sith even exists anymore. So, mm-hmm. yep. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah, you guys have to go listen to those episodes. They're they're so good. If you get if you get a chance and you're able to, uh, they're fantastic. But yeah, the Jedi Council. I'm just glad. So our friend uh, Chase here, you know, from from Johnson City, is a Qui Gon Jinn guy, and he, you know, to be bold and say that he's the chosen one. That's that's something. I mean, I, he's definitely like the chosen mm-hmm. mystic for sure. He's like the uh, seeing and, and able to interpret these prophecies and stuff, and he's he's just on the lookout for him no one else is looking and i think that's why the force kind of chooses and guides him to this boy you know let's say this if mace windu were the guy to have gone on the mission out to naboo he walks right in you know anakin walks right in front of him does you know the most epic force move ever and i don't think windu would see it you know no i don't uh, he just whatever he's he's a slave boy and he's he's stuck here on tatooine the republic's you know uh, power doesn't ex- doesn't extend this far. Nothing I can do. So mm-hmm. crazy, man. Jeez. All right. Um, okay, we got we got one more here. Um, this was something we were kind of alerted about on Instagram. I guess it's something that happened like last year. Okay, uh, it's from a guy named uh, Michael A. Corey. Mm-hmm. He says, uh, hey, I'm the guy that made that ATAT Clydesdale costume thing. The picture floats around with an attached story. The story talks about how the horse didn't want to take the costume off. Uh, that story is nonsense. A Star Wars parody blog created it within days of me posting it. And um, if you do a search for it, because now I'm trying to remember uh, exactly what the name of the um, his kind of company is. Uh, oh, yeah. What was it? Um Star Wars horse costume. Uh, it is. Yeah, I don't. I yeah, don't it's it. really cool. It's it. Yeah, it's a, uh, 
uh, Mike's tiny shop. Yeah, and he's got he's got a costume here for his horse, you know, dressed up as an uh, ATAT walker. It's hilarious. It's awesome. It's like super cool. I mean, it looks to me like the horse doesn't want to take it off, probably because he knows how freaking cool he looks. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. I mean, that's that, that's that sort of stuff you know here in hyperspace hangout that we I, I like to see those type of cool creations. And we just you know we had the the card game, and we've had people. Um, the whole Lego situation that's that's going on too with um, the, the yeah there, like it was talked about this was talked about on CNET it was talked about on a bunch of stuff really? it looks like it was yeah it looks like it was uh, October twenty first twenty eighteen oh just right before Halloween that makes sense yeah yeah super cool I mean the horse looks like he's loving it I right. mean, why wouldn't he be yeah why yeah why wouldn't he be <laughs> he's probably like yeah he's like I'm yeah this is great oh man that's cool that's awesome. Oh, Corey was Corey the horse. I uh, was hoping to set a Guinness World Record for largest Star Wars costume, and they were raising funny uh, funds for the entry fee via their GoFundMe campaign. Well, um, I don't know what happened to the GoFundMe campaign, but I hope it went well because uh, this is great and yeah. super cool. Yeah, yeah. That, that's the thing with you know, with Star Wars. We we've talked about it. Like this is why one of the reasons behind creating this space was like we want all these different crazy stories and origin stories mm-hmm. and cool things you did on a Halloween or uh, you know family tra- traditions you have before the new movie comes out what just like how how is this um, this this uh, fandom kind of impacted yeah. our culture yeah and and that's that's part of the thing is that everybody has their own different things some people um, you know we've watched oh, I'm, I'm blanking on the guy's name uh, but he's a YouTuber. He like dresses up like a droid, or not a. Uh, oh, he Hello Greedo. Like uh, uh, is it Hello Greedo? Is that the guy who yeah. wears? Um, he wears like a stormtrooper mask, but he does like. Yeah. Um, he's like okay. Here's if you buy like a plastic Han Solo toy and you like oh, paint it up guy. this way. It's something similar. He's hilarious. He yeah. calls it like I just take a quick trip over to um the Hoth Depot. Like so funny. Like <laughs> but right. I mean guys like that. Like some people do that where they hey, let's like to repurpose toys and make them look like props, like actual props. Um and stuff like that. And like everybody, you know, whether it's toy collecting or comic collecting or book collecting or cosplay or uh whatever, um Star Wars is such a big fandom that we didn't really want to focus on one specific thing. We wanted to turn it over to the fans. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. So we, we sprinkle in some of our own theories and, and what have you here and there. But uh, and as we get closer to the Rise of Skywalker, we get some fun stuff uh, planned. We're actually working. We're still working. We need to do some work on that this weekend. Uh, a little fun little series that, that we've been a little commentary uh, we've been trying mm-hmm. to put together. Yeah, we're, so. we're working on something. Yeah, we're working on uh, something. It's, it's going it's going pretty good so far. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do want to make a quick little plug for the Facebook group because. Uh, Nick Starwin is in there. Well, like the memes are absolutely out of control again. Everybody's posting them, and it's great. It's it's so great because it gives me so much joy uh, just to start my day. But one of my, the the best ones here recently was uh, it's it's Cassian and and Jen, and it's it's just, he says hey Jen, she says what, and he says we're Urso, we're so dead, you know, as oh, in like Urso yeah. is her last name. <laughs> we're Earth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so stupid. Any so of the ones dumb. featuring Palpatine are, are easily some of my favorite. Uh, I yeah. like like any of the ones that involve unlimited power. You know, like I think those are those are great. Right. The the one I like that uh, uh, here. Let's see. This was a couple. This was today. 
um, Ray is talking to the stormtrooper, and and instead of what she actually says in the movie, she says, lock the door and tighten my restraints. Right. 50, 50 shades of Ray. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, Nick. Oh, my I gosh. Know. Absolutely it's great. Insane. It's it's nothing. It's nothing but it's it's the memes are the, the memes are the memes are taken over and it's great. I love it. Yeah. So um, also one to mention too. We I said at the top of the show. So uh, um, Jedi Master Adam Dyson provided the blue milk for this episode and uh, over on Discord, I think the facelift the facelift has happened. I got to double check that. Uh, he knows mm-hmm. I've been super busy just with the start of the school year, so I've been kind of. It's been kind of crazy um, trying to get everything ready to go because I know the next couple of weeks with news, Star Wars news and things that are going to be happening, we're going to the show is going to kind of ramp up a little bit. Um, so I've been, uh, we've been we've had it on autopilot here for at least I have for this past week and a half just getting ready for mm-hmm. the school year. So I got to check. Go go check out the discord. We've got links to it in um, on the Facebook page. And if you need a link or you want an invite, uh, shoot us an email at hyperspace hangout at gmail.com and I'll get you guys an invite there because it's it's really cool. He's got it set up to where you can, we can talk theories, you know, books, uh, if you want to talk the EU, whatever it may be. Because I'm actually, it's nice when you find someone, like I, I love today's transmissions because there were a couple references to some of those uh, old Legends books that I love to read and I, I love a chance to kind of talk about those. So when you guys make those references, I jump in there and, and can kind of talk about that. And when you make references to, I think it was like Republic... Um, Commando, Commando. yeah, like I didn't, I don't have, I've got nothing for you guys, you know. But like Matt, that's his, that's his speciality, speciality, Mm -hmm. as Obi Wan uh, would say. So yeah, okay. Here I found, I found, I found my meme of the week. Okay, Okay. yeah. Um, says me presses the print button twice. The printer, two hundred thousand more units are ready with a million (laughs) more on the way. (laughs) Could you? Oh God, that's (laughs) awful. Yeah, that definitely happens to me. Like you, like you press print, and then you know nothing comes out. So you press it again, and then the next thing you know, you printed it like eighteen copies. Right, right. That's cool. Oh man! All right. Um, oh man! Great. Yeah. So wow. Okay, I finally just got into the dis- dis- Discord. This. Let me do a rundown real quick. So this is really cool how Adam has has laid this out. Right. So we've got um, the Outcast Welcome Community Guidelines. He's got the Bridge announcements, podcast updates, feedback and questions, relay stations. So if you want to send us some news or articles for us going forward, I kind of told him once this gets up and running, we get everybody in there, we'll start to use this as a place where we can kind of pull articles that you guys want us to talk about. For example, there is a Facebook page called The Rise of Skywalker. And these guys, I don't know, it's just they are vomiting articles every single day about possible theories and little you know tidbits on on how Palpatine could be what his role could be and all this kind of stuff but it's 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 slight variations on things we've heard but if that's something you want us to talk more about and and commentate on hit up the relay station in there um, on the bridge and we can kind of talk about that he's got crew quarters which is just general chat origin stories meme central buy and sell so if you're looking to trade some stuff because we know people are into like Star Wars toys and and what have you there there's there's a spot for that too I'm looking to buy like some some books. I'm always looking to buy more books. I actually go on a uh, what I call a half price bookstore tour in my city. There are five of them, and I sometimes will when I'm when I'm when I'm feeling a little low or feeling a little blue, need some blue milk, and then I get in the car and I just sort of I get in the Outcast and I just 
you know, take off down around the city, and I, I try to find every Star Wars book I can. Um, let's see, engineering deck. Okay, so you've got film canon, television canon, book canon, comic canon, video game. Uh, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot in here. So it's sort of a, we're, we're you know, the hope is that Hyperspace Hangout is a place where everybody can kind of just come and, and uh, influence the show, be heard on the show. You know, it's not about, um, it's, it's not just about, like, like uh, Ezra Skyhopper and Matt Starwin. I mean, we're on the Outcast, but we come across other ships all the time. We came across a couple today and coming across more friends. And we want to kind of learn from you guys and, and incorporate your stories or have you influence the show as much as possible. So if you're out there listening and you haven't sent a transmission yet, now is the time. And I know once the trailer comes out, we're going to get a bunch more uh, people talking about, you know, theories. And we'll probably be, from that point forward, what do you think, Matt? We'll probably be theorizing about the rise of Skywalker like crazy. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And, and or the Mandalorian. So, mm-hmm. but uh, anyways, yeah, definitely go check out the discord and uh, we'll have some fun. there. And are we, we're, we're going to eventually, uh, the goal was once we got into the school year here a little bit, once we got into the fall for me, um, we're going to try to game and hang out in there. Correct. That's mm-hmm. a, that's a whole, a whole idea. I know. Hey man, um, I got, I got, I got star Wars. Um, God, how my, how my uh, galactic uh, empire. Or what is what what am I? Empire at War, Empire at War. There we yeah. go. Yeah, there was I got a... that. You know, I'm yeah, I'm down to playing. I, on Steam, if anybody's playing on Steam, hey, we can we can actually run a server on Star Wars Battlefront Two, not like the new one. I mean, we could do that, but like the old school one is up on Steam and really? uh, it's playable. Yeah, Disney let it like they reopened the servers like uh, two years ago. Yeah, it's great. So you can play online. Okay. Well, maybe we get some. Yeah, we can maybe record some, some of the some game classic, the, the the good Battlefront two. I here's the thing. I mean, don't don't hop in there and think you're gonna just have a fun time because I'm gonna pick you off. I'm gonna pick you off from across <laughs> the map. I mean, uh, I mean, I mean, Matt, am I wrong? I mean, if you had to pick a partner, that, to, you know, absolutely, man. <laughs> oh gosh. All right, guys. Well, cool. I think that's uh, probably it for this week. I know, like I said, next week we'll. We'll have a lot more. We'll probably do some of our own um, theorizing and, spe- and speculation next. Actually, I think mm-hmm. I may have a special guest for us next week. That's so, true. That's yeah, true. we'll we'll so. see how that goes. I got a couple lined up, and we keep dropping little names here and there of, of folks I've met at um, Star Wars Celebration, and then just you know, as as Matt and I come across you know, these fan stories, or uh, like I would love to get the per- who made that game. Who made that card deck game? I would love Magic Gathering. Yeah, we need to find that person. Right, get him on the show. Yeah, that's that's the kind of stuff we want to talk with those those people. And some of you too. I've got you guys uh, on deck for you know coming on the show and 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 talking some of our patrons. Mm -hmm. So if you're interested in that, you should definitely um, hop over there on on Patreon and hit us up, and we'll we'll get you guys on here. So, Um, but yeah, all right, man. I think it's uh, probably time to time to say farewell. Absolutely. So we want to thank you for hanging out in hyperspace. In our next episode, we'll continue to discuss your transmissions. So be sure to send us your Star Wars theories, origin story, or send us some of your favorite memories from a galaxy far, far away. If you like our podcast, don't forget to subscribe, like us, write a review, leave a comment, or send us a transmission at hyperspacehangout at gmail.com. We'll see you in a week, and remember that traveling through hyperspace ain't like dusting crops.
Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.